From News Chopper 11, hovering just outside the Crab Nebula, it's Nerd News from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. Queen B. And Bex. And we are going to be talking nerd news today. Now, for the most part, for once, we're going to be able to get away without talking politics. And so, to celebrate it, let's talk just a little bit about politics. Um, (laughs) I mean, the thing is... Like, we're almost to the point where we can have a Trump-free monthly nerd news podcast, and that's fucking great for right now. The joy of having an adult in the White House, you know? We're not, like, Mm -hmm. constantly having to debate all the bullshit that's going on. Now, that's not to say the reality show presidency is over forever. Trump or one of his kids could decide to run in four years, and we could all be royally fucked. But... For right now, it is kind of blissful sitting there going, yeah, you you just do what you're doing, Biden. I don't necessarily agree with everything you're doing, but man, you're making the presidency look like it's actually respectable. You know what, yeah. I, what I'd like to say about that is um, he has a good team. Yes. And it is, it's what it's really nice to see is that you have somebody who knows how to read as the press secretary. And Jen Psaki is, uh, she's amazing. Uh, she's over. She, yeah, she is so close to the version that you saw in um, uh, West Wing. the um, West Wing yep. situation. Yeah. She's the closest you're going to get to uh, that press secretary character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like, I like watching when she definitely takes down stupid reporters. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, is, like, not to undersell anything here, Biden knows the Senate, and I think he served as representative before that. He's served in, like, the American government at the federal level for decades. So he knows how to pull the gears and levers of, like, how the government works. Now that he's the president, he's looking at it from that perspective and going, I know how to do this, I know how to do this, this is how we do these things, and if the Republicans don't want to get on board, well, we'll just push it through with whatever kind of Machiavellian shit that we have to do. And while, you know, I'm not always happy with everything that the administration is doing, I am at least happy that the government is halfway functioning now. Yes, functioning is good. Absolutely. Um, I mean, what is up with... um, God, I just hate him so much. Mitch McConnell. Um, is awful. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole scorched earth comment of if he refuses to work with us, we're going to scorch earth. Like they haven't been doing yeah. that for the last four years. Oh, it was like it's been more than four years. Yeah, he's been <laughs> but, in charge more or less for 12 years straight um, as the majority leader in one form or another. And yeah, he's like he's never worked with the Democrats. For him to say, oh, we will stop working with you at all. Like, show us one time where you actually even came to the negotiating table. Then maybe the best that Republicans have ever done in the last 12 years is for the Democrats say they want to do something. The Republicans put out a plan that is the Republican plan and say, you give us this or further down the right side. But this is where we start negotiations. And this time the Democrats are like, no. No, we don't have to do that now, so we're not going to. No one expects the government to be bipartisan anymore. And those that do are fucking foolish at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am curious to see what the Georgia voting stuff is going to hap- do. Like, it's they're essentially pushing it to go to the Supreme Court, I think. Like, yeah. Like, there's going to have to be some sort of federal thing that happens. Well, and that's the thing with the what Georgia did with pushing all those anti-voter laws and making everything really bad. I think they're hoping that it's going to go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court will rule for them across the board, which the Republican side of the Supreme Court bench is deep right now. But there is also this consideration that if they just blanket sign off on stupid shit like that or the was it the Arkansas law that bans being trans, basically, and some of the other stuff that stupid states mm-hmm. put through right now. Um, it's just giving Democrats the opportunity to go, see, they are way out in left field, lost in the weeds. We have to pack the court now, because otherwise they're just going to keep doing stupid bullshit like this. Exactly. So, yeah, so there's, there's, they're going to have to find at least some temperance. How much is the question? Because otherwise they're going to see their majority become a quick minority. And it's already headed that way. I mean, a lot of the standard Republicans have basically gone independent as well. Um, There are a lot who are just walking away saying, nope, we're done with you. We will create our own party or do something else completely. Yeah, but the problem there is it's two different factions. It's the Trump publicans who want to create their own party of Trump people and it's the centrists who want to create their own centrist party. And the issue is, is if you have two of them running on the same Republican ticket, they're going to split the vote and more Democrats get it, which I don't think is a problem for us, but is a problem for, for a Republican party that they don't want to have happen. But if you try and make a third party, then you're running into the issue that all the other third parties have, which is our government really doesn't support a three-party system. So... Who's going to play chicken and decide to make the new party first? I doubt either mm-hmm. of them will. So it's just like they, they're they in this really weird limbo. I think yeah. what we'll, we'll probably see, like, and I'm talking like 10 to 20 years from now, uh-huh. I think we'll see a far-right party kind of emerge because it's already tried to happen a couple times with, like, yep. the Tea Party. Yep. And then they kind of folded back in with the Republicans for Trump. And I think... There's going to be like a stupid ass patriot party of some sort. Yeah. And I think you're going to have more moderate Democrats go over to the Republican side as more progressive millennials and Gen Xers get into the uh, into Congress. So I think Dems are just going to be Democrats, but they're just going to be much more progressive in 10 to 20 years. Probably. I mean, it's it's just a realignment that brings the like the Democrats have moved to the right for decades to try and stay yeah. electable. But the electability argument doesn't make as much sense, especially in blue states where the progressives can get elected. It's a more arguable... It's, it's, a, it's a stronger argument in, like, Ohio, where you need a centrist de- a Democrat to get elected in certain counties. So, but right. the power of the centrist Democrat is certainly waning, right now at least. Um, and I think yeah. that... Some of that has to do with, you know, again, that rift of divisions of media and networks like MSNBC pushing further to the left, and then the internet making everyone more polarized. How do you act as a centrist in a country that doesn't really have a centrist party anymore? You don't. You don't. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a realignment to a certain extent. And then on other political news, before we actually get to move on and talk about cool nerdy stuff that much more entertains all of us, 
there is Matt Gates, or you know the the Trumpy Florida douche nozzle, who uh, apparently can't keep it in his pants around teenagers. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> the whole story is just it just keeps escalating. The guy basically got caught with his dick in the cookie jar. And then keeps lying and trying and blaming on other people. And then every one of his lies pulls some new factoid out. And now he's to the point where basically he's absolutely radioactive. And probably will end up going to jail after he gets stripped of all of his stuff. Whereas if he would have just like quit Congress a year ago, all of this probably would have gone away from him. Which is sad to say, honestly, but that is how our government works. Yeah, I think he may have still gone to jail because it sounds like, from what I understand anyway, he's been um, under some sort of suspicion for a while, like with uh, the car. I mean, when you're a pedophile. No, yeah, I mean, and they should throw the book at him completely, like... Yeah, no white privilege here. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm kind of hoping that he rolls on some people because it sounds like he's already trying to. Because there was that whole thing with him and Tucker Carlson where he was like, Tucker, you remember her. We went to dinner with you and your wife. Yeah, Tucker's like, oh, no. Can we cut this? Let's cut. We're we're going to commercial. Um, And now the weather, even though Fox News doesn't do weather. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Even if they do throw the book at him because of his placement within the government and because of his contacts, most likely he will not go to jail. He won't be punished, but he will turn on people. So that's what that's what we're paying for here. Yeah. If he turns so, on people, he'll be stripped of his role in government and barred from ever running again. Yeah. But he may not go to prison. However, he's not going to have much of a career outside of this at this point because he is, again, radioactive. Yeah, he's not even going to be on Fox News talking as no, a talking no. guy. But, well, no, don't say that. Don't say that because. No, they, they've literally Trump, said they're not interested. Trumplicans don't give a shit. But a lot of Fox viewer, Fox News's viewers do. They've uh, he had a job lined up with Newsmax, you know, one of the Trumpy stations, and that job has fallen through now because they're like, no, you are too much for us. Well, that's good. That that gives me hope for Trumplicans. <laughs> some, not much, but some. I mean, the only person who can get away with like walking down like New York's uh, Main Street and like fucking a preteen girl is Trump. Everyone else yeah. who tries it basically goes to jail for it. Well, I'm also kind of peeved too because like you have the whole QAnon people yeah. saying that they just want to stop pedophiles and then every time there is a pedophile, they're completely silent over yeah, it no. or they make excuses like, oh, he was just fucking girls like that so he can uh, identify the real pedophiles. 17's not that young. Yeah, no, that's 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 just... That's just the Trump Republicans saying they want to catch the pedophiles so they have an excuse to go after Democrats. That yeah, yeah. yeah. bullshit. It is. There's there's there, there's no actual holding people's feet to the fire in that party. That's well, I do be- I do believe in karma, so I do believe that something will happen to him that will at least make us feel better. <laughs> that he'll come back as a preteen girl to be fucked by some other representative. Uh, Not just no. anyone, Donald Trump specifically. Oh, but oh, it's a yes. visual. Thanks, Josh. You're welcome. Let's um, clear let, our mind of that. I think that's let, let's just be very clear that uh, 
he he doesn't get women because of his looks. Trump gets women because of his supposed money. Supposed. Supposed money, yes. Yeah. Which you can tell his wife, his current wife, whatever her name is, Melania, is very upset with him because she's realized just how much money he doesn't have or at least isn't willing to spend. Yeah, I'm honestly shocked that they're not divorced yet. (laughs) Oh, they will be. They will be. Yeah. I mean, she is for, isn't she from like Croatia? Something like like that? Eastern European. Eastern European. She probably has contacts. I wouldn't be surprised if she's on the phone with Vladimir. Polonium ends up in his cup of coffee at some point. Not that we're encouraging that. Remember, we're not, we're not actually saying that. (laughs) You know, like some of our other things, this is just a reboot of what we think should happen. It'd be a great story. Oh, reboot the Trump presidency. (laughs) Okay, so what can we do that's better or worse? (laughs) I know, I mean, I know Uh, we can make it worse. I kind of wish it like the entire presidency had been revealed to be a remake of John Carpenter's They Live. Oh, that would have been great. That's the reboot we needed. He is is just awful. Anyway. Oh, one more thing. Kind of political, but not really political. Leave the poor dog alone. Oh, the Biden's dog? Yeah. Stop touching him. Stop petting him. Leave him alone. Just leave him the fuck alone. Yeah. Maybe we should be touching dog people. Yeah. Leave him alone. Yeah, leave the dog alone. He's a good dog. Leave him alone. <laughs> I don't like him. Or Marshall or whatever his name is. Major. Major. There you go. Mm-hmm. We don't know what trauma was in his life. We don't know what kind of trauma has been in his life. Maybe people who pet him before hurt him. So just don't touch him. Stop trying to go and pet him. So you have a dog who bites someone and he's a bad dog. And then you have to go, like, send him away, and news reports and everything are written about him. But it, I bet you money, if he, if Biden had cats, and the cats were just cats, and someone got in their face, and they hissed and scratched and bite, bit at them, everyone would just be like, well, that's just cats. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're holding <laughs> this dog to a double standard, and that's not cool, people. That is not cool that's at all. That's not cool at all. <laughs> all right. Onwards, let's go talk about actual nerdy stuff since that political discussion went way longer than I expected. Um, I know, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have a little political thing, just touch on it a little, a little bit. bit. Oh, and then it became half the fucking broadcast. Okay. <laughs> um, so, in the realm of DC movies, the DCEU that apparently still goes on like some shambling zombie re- resuscitated by a Kryptonian birthing chamber. So, <laughs> a couple weeks or so ago, we had Zack Snyder's Justice League come out, which was, you know, his reboot of his own movie that Joss Whedon fucked up. And honestly, don't know if the rest of you had a chance to watch it, but I still think it's actually pretty good. I watched watching. some of it. It's it's a lot better so far. Yeah, see? No, it's I hard. completely agree with you, Mike. It, it was... Uh... Actually, it was tons better, in yeah, my opinion. It is. It's actually watchable. And if this is the movie they decide to keep around as the main Justice League of the universe, I would be okay with them continuing it in some form or another. Which, that is what we have some stuff to discuss about. Because a bunch of actors have come out and said recently that they want this to be the Justice League that they use going forward and that more of that universe should be created. Agreed. I'd be okay with that. Okay. And then, 
Uh, despite the fact that J.J. Abrams is working on a Black Superman reboot that's apparently not going to be any of the Black Superman we've seen before, like Val L or whatever his name is from Earth 2, we are going to get two more of the Superman movies from The Witcher guy as well. Whatever his name is. Oh, Yay! Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill. Thank you. M Mr. Big British Witcher guy. We'll be back. You know what? Yeah. He's been signed on for back-to-back uh, -back films that they will make and then release. So presumably part of the main DCEU. Um, and with Ben Affleck signing on to do more stuff with the DCEU, at least so far, so long as it's... He will, as long as it, as long as they, he has said, one, that he would do the, the Flash movie. And two, he would be willing to stay on if they use the Sn Zack Schneider. That's one yep. of the catch. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And while Warner Bros. is like, no, we're not doing any more of the Zack Snyder first movies, I get the feeling they're going to get stuck doing more of the Zack Snyder first movies. For sure. They're yeah. going to. Yeah. Well, they don't have to use the... Okay, so they don't have to have him direct them. No. They can just use the idea that was already posed. But I have a feeling they will, in some form or another, end up using him and his ideas. Because here's the thing. Ava DuVernay... I, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, uh, was signed on to do a New Gods movie. And this was after Zack Snyder left and they were going to take it in a different direction. And the New Gods, for those that aren't aware, Queen Bee, are basically the heroic side uh, that stands opposed in the godly universe against Apocalypse and his dark side bullshit. Or dark side and his Apocalypse bullshit. So, mm -hmm. if you aren't going to do a New Gods movie that's separate like was being planned... And you did bring in Darkseid and Apocalypse because of Justice League. It kind of hints to a certain extent that DC is like, you know what? Maybe we will do this version of the Darkseid story because it's already been set up for us and people seem to really like it. But would they have Zack Schneider direct it? Probably not to have him do that one because he'd be tied up doing the Justice League movies if he wants to continue doing that. He specifically has stated he has a five-movie arc, which one of them is Batman v Superman and gross. But sure, whatever. I thought we already did Batman versus Superman. Well, no, that was one of the ones that he did of his five. The number two was oh. Batman v Superman. Number three is Justice League. And then two more Justice Leagues to finish out the arc he wants to tell. I see. Okay. So, I don't know. And then there was the Trench, the Aquaman spinoff. That has also been canceled and good riddance because that made no sense to me. Yeah. yeah. A horror movie set in the bright and shiny universe of Aquaman. Really? Really nice? <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite follow that. So. I mean, give me more Aquaman spinoffs or sequels. I'm fine with that. I just, th that one was a real weird idea. And I can see why DC canceled it. Yeah. So. That was too out there for me, personally. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would end up going and watching it like I watch everything for this stupid website. But that particular one was definitely a stretch where I'm sitting there going, if this sucks, I'm not watching it again. Yeah. Meanwhile, over on the Marvel side, we have Black Widow finally getting a release date. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I mean... I've kind of lost some bit of hype because it's been so long. Almost two so, years, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure once it's here, I'll be like, yay, but it's just like... Well, it was uh, a weird proposition to begin with. Like, 
a movie about a character who's already died and is not coming back from everything we know about her, uh, to launch a spin-off character who's also going to be called Black Widow that will be filling her role that no one has any attachment to because she's getting introduced in this movie, and now the movie is two years late, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's BS. Yeah, it's... It's a real tough fit for me. And if it was... If it was... If it had come out last year and it just launched the new chapter of the DCE... Or not DCU. And launched the new chapter of the MCU, that would be fine. But we're now, like, two chapters in. We're going to be, like, three chapters in by the time her film comes out. With, like, WandaVision and Winter Soldier and, I think, Loki after that. It's just, like... Like, I'll watch it, but it doesn't feel necessary anymore. Well, how did everybody like WandaVision? Well, Josh hasn't seen it. Oh. It was so good. Josh? <laughs> Josh I is still officially it. like six six movies behind at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with uh, Winter, Sol- uh, well, Winter Soldier out, he's going to be closer to eight movies behind after that. I'm just two. I, the only one I haven't seen is Endgame and Captain Marvel at this point. Did you finally go back and watch Avengers 2? Oh, that one, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I tried to watch it, but it was awful. <laughs> I think I might have actually finished it. I just don't recall anything except for Vision. Then you have watched it, because Vision doesn't show up until, like, the last act. Oh, yeah, so I watched that one. <laughs> okay, well, we'll call that. And you are right. It's entirely forgettable and bland. and actually really doesn't influence much of anything except introducing the Wonder Twins. So, yeah. yeah. One of whom dies. Yay! Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the actual Wonder Twins. Zan and uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the animated Wonder Twins. God, I was like, going, I, I don't remember them. them in the movie. Please bring them into the DCEU. Them and their <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so great. They could hang out with Aquaman. And he can just look at them like they're a couple of douches. Because that'd be so awesome. Oh my god, please. Then they can get killed please. by Darkseid because that's all they deserve. <laughs> Within the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, well, there goes that. Okay, never mind. Oh. (laughs) Oh, wow. I think they should bring in Marvin and have him get killed, too. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Uh, It's all just a dream of Mr. Mitzelplick, which, honestly, they are Mr. Mitzelplick, or whatever his name is pronounced, however. You don't pronounce that name. You just look at that random combination of layers, and they slammed their hand on a keyboard. Right? <laughs> and I am not joking about this. They are going to have him in one of the upcoming two Superman movies. Played. Oh, for real? Yes. Played, if the casting is correct, by Danny DeVito. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I love that already. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, one more thing we can touch upon, which I know Josh doesn't give a shit about in the least, is the Arrowverse, which... Recently was announced that that Wonder Girl spinoff has been canceled. Um, Some of the shows have been renewed, though. Flash is getting another season, even though everyone thought it was going to end soon. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow is getting another season. Superman aired exactly, or Superman Lois, aired one episode and then immediately was renewed for a second season. Batwoman is getting, uh, reportedly, one more season and then will end, but her character will live on somewhere else, like Legends or hanging out just, you know, in... Superman's barn being all creepy or some shit. Who knows? Um, and then uh, Grant Gustin 
the Flash actor has apparently been signed to like a massive contract to continue showing up in some capacity in the Arrowverse for like years to come. Yep. Yeah. Whether or not it's on yep. a Flash show that just never ends is another matter, but... And you missed out, um, I think uh, Stargirl is supposed to be continuing as well. She has another season coming. I think, well, yeah, she's going to be starting. She was renewed for a second season when she was still on the DC Universe streaming app, which ripped DC Universe. Um, but I don't know whether or not they've already said that they're going to give her a third season. I think because she hasn't aired any of her shows yet, uh, episodes this season, they're going to wait at least until one of them airs to do that. So it was a decent show. It was fine for what it was. Well, I'm a I'm a Luke Wilson fan, so you can put anything him in anything, and I'll watch it. <laughs> and, and literally, that's did. what I told Sven is that okay, I will watch this if Luke Wilson's in it. But if it's boring and I can't get through the first three, we're going to stop. And we got through the first five, and I was like, going, okay, I'll watch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in fairness, they basically did put Luke Wilson in anything because they put him in Star Girl. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I like him way. I like him way better than his brother, so... What I like about that show is that it at least respects the characters of the Justice Society of America. Yes, it's all single characters, but it does actually respect the original mythology of that cast of characters that doesn't really get to show up in live action all that often at all. That's really cool. Yes, exactly. Anyone got anything else news-wise we can discuss today? I've talked a lot. You guys go ahead. I watched Invincible and that was awesome. Yeah? Is it um yeah. how is it in comparison to the original comics? It's pretty much the same thing. They t- they changed a couple of things around, mm-hmm. but nothing major. So my big question, and you know, you and I have read through almost the entire run. I stopped I stopped reading Invincible somewhere after he like got pulled into the past by an entity that wanted him to reboot his own continuity. And then he said no after he saw the ramifications of it. And when he got sent back, he was like, what, five years in the future or something? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was about when I stopped. And that was like 20 books in. And I'm like, I'm tired of this now. This is never going to end. (laughs) And it didn't. It just finished. Are you talking the animated Invincible? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's based on the Robert Kirkman comic book series kind of like how walking dead is based on a kirkman series like i i loved the comic for like 20 volumes but at a certain point i'm just like i'm tired of this it just it stretched itself out yeah and it went a little too long i think but they finished it and it i haven't read the ending yet but i've heard good things i'll pick up those i need to pick up the last volume of walking dead while i'm at it so i can finish that reading that run too it's just like, after about 20 books, I kind of get tired of Kirkman's writing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like he has that thing where it's like, I'm done with this, but I can't cancel it because they won't let me, so I'm here's some I'm contract film. for another five volumes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have his heart in it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, but, so my question for you, since you've watched it, and you and I know the comics well enough, with Invincible... Mm-hmm. How much relevance does it have at this point? Because when Invincible came out, it was kind of neo-Silver Age and gave us kinds of stories that we hadn't really seen so much at that point. But since that point, we've had the Arrowverse, we had Young Justice, we've had MCU and DCEU and all of that load up. Like, what place does Invincible really stand in in 
our pop culture superhero oeuvre at this point. So you have like, in in my opinion anyway, you have like uh, 1980s Superman, you know, uh-huh. on like the, I guess on the left side of the spectrum. And then yeah. you have like the boys on the right, you know. Yeah. And then you have stuff that kind of like Marvel would probably be kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, DC would be pretty dark. Invincible has like this weird spot where it's incredibly dark but incredibly light at the same time. Yeah, because it's it's a coming to age story um, of age story. Yeah, so it's still yeah. Neo Silver Age, but then it just gets dark really fast. And because it's the TV show, like the first story arc is all handled in the first episode oh whoa that's like six issues in one episode yeah it's like six or seven issues and i think it's six issues i can't remember but yeah all of that in the same episode um that's no time to it breathe. doesn't play yeah it's it's nuts like <laughs> um first three episodes and you already have like uh alan the alien showing up because um, that was like five volumes in or something it, it seemed like I haven't read the book for a while, but I was like, this seems really early. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it feels more like a coming of age story. If you are a superhero, um, they do take, there's a couple of different things in it that were in the books. Um, but the voice acting is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's perfectly cast. They have um, J.K. Simmons as the dad, don't they? Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. See, I'll always show up for um, him. Yeah, and he, uh, and I can't remember his name, but the guy who, in Walking, what was his name? Um, and this is going to sound bad, and I don't mean to, but the Asian guy from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's Stephen Yoon. Thank yeah, you. Stephen Yoon. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he's invincible, which is awesome because, like, in the comics, he's Asian. Yeah. And. Josette and I, because, you know, Josette's Korean, we were talking about how um, she was worried that they were going to whitewash the character, but they didn't, yeah. to their credit. They did Sandra Oh is in there as well. She plays, what, Marjorie or something like that? The mom, I guess? Yeah. I'm guessing it's a mom. Yeah. I'll, I'll be um, honest with you, I didn't realize in the original comics they were Asian. That's, that's, really, oh, that's really? on me. <laughs> <laughs> this it's, just means you don't see color. Well, it looks like kind of an anime-style ish cartoon is very it? much looks like the comic book so okay yeah. and, yeah. and, and uh, the animation is honestly at parts kind of goofy just because like they try to make it look exactly like a moving comic book at times Oof. so it's like there's a scene where he's flying through the city and it looks like an old school like superman cartoon where like the background's moving but he's just like an animation on a popsicle stick with the background <laughs> moving behind him and it looks so dorky but uh, for the most part, it's not too bad. But there's a couple times where it's like, all right, this animation style doesn't work for this scene. So but... you're split on it then, is what you're saying. I, I mean, I'd give it a, like a B plus, A minus. For the, and I only watched the first three episodes. Despite all the flaws, huh? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the only flaw is just like some parts of the animation. I like everything else, though. Well, uh, and it seems like they modernized it just a teensy bit, too. Once the first season is out and we can all watch through it, we'll do a uh, watch party for that and really go in depth on it and see what everyone thinks about it. And I'll be interested in that since B has not read the comics, so we'll be getting an outsider's perspective on that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, Walton Goggins is in it, and I will watch anything that man is in. Please tell yeah, me that's true. I will too. Please tell me he's in it as Walton Goggins, though. No, he's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, having read the Invincible comics, Walton Goggins will just fit in just as himself. He really would. He pretty much. You can put him in anything. In yeah. fact, if we if we go back to an earlier one that we've done, we should put him in a Snow White reboot. As Snow as White. Snow White. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I want to. Oh my god, that'd be good. Uh, one more thing before we end this, uh, yes. since we are a new nerd news, we are at for COVID 552, 829 uh, total deaths. So oh. uh, keep wearing your mask Please. and be safe. Yes. Get your vaccine when you can. Yeah. Get your vaccines. As soon exactly. As you can. I'm fine. I mean, the, the, the second head and the third arm you grew just makes you look exactly like Evil Bronx. It's fine. <laughs> and with that, we are going to wrap this up. This has been Nerd News from Asteroid G. I am Mike Finkelstein. Josh Schaefer. Queen B. And Bex. And we will see you next time.